0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of our podcast when we met. And uh, this being a little serious topic, I won't do my usual hi, hello, what's up, kind of greetings to everyone. Uh, this this came out all of a sudden and the idea of this episode was when we shared an Instagram story, uh, supporting one of our writers of Under 2020. And a lot of people DM'd us that, you know, we are being biased as a community. We are just talking about one side of the situation. And that's when we thought that let's understand what is the opinion of different members, of different artists, of the people who are connected through us uh, on Instagram, on Facebook or any other social media. And that's when on Wednesday, we announced that, you know, we will know your opinion and then create an episode out of uh, all the opinions that you share in the form of a textual or an audio uh, through the form. So we received uh, around 47 uh, responses and plus two audio responses, which we are going to also share in the episode. And uh, I just want to thank a few people uh, before we begin reading out these responses. Firstly, of course, the Hubhopper team, because, you know, they have been supportive to us and they distribute and uh, help us in all the planning of the podcast all the people who had shared the form who had supported the idea and you know just random people who send us a text message or a dm saying that hey this is a good idea this is a nice initiative few of my even college friends who said that you know people are getting influenced by different tweets and the junk on social media probably this is the right way to let everyone's point of view be known and you know understand what people are actually uh thinking about CAA and JNU violence. So I have Shitija here with me. Uh, the first reason is also to help me out reading these responses. The second reason is so that I be very uh, careful about what I speak because this this is also a very sensitive topic for me personally. But I am here as a community member. So I don't want to let my personal opinion come into the way of what PFA as a community stands for. So, uh, thank you so much Chetija once again for helping me with this.
1: I am glad I could be here.
0: Okay, so should we begin? Yes. Okay, so the first response, I think this was one of the response, but this this, this is something that I want to read out first, uh, which says, you are no authority to ask for an opinion on this, neither are you an individual to share an opinion being an organization or community of artists, you need to stick to that vision. To that end, I am disappointed and really question your credibility and intent. So I am thankful that somebody, you know, felt this way and you have written this in the form. So to answer uh, about sticking to the community of artists, we also write and talk a lot about artivism. Artivism to define artivism, it's a form of expression where musicians or designers or writers are talking about uh, the issues of the society, about the country, about democracy. So you could also check uh, a campaign that we did during general elections, which is called Vote where we were talking to people about what is their political opinion. So it's something similar. Uh, Talking about the credibility of this So in order for you to trust us with this entire episode and this entire idea, what we'll do is we'll share the entire form edit link so that you could check out what people have written. And just so that you have the faith in us that whatever we are reading today is mentioned in the form and written by people. Anyone can DM us and we'll give you the access link to the form uh, on your email. So that's about credibility. Uh, when you talk about intent the intent behind this was simple that we wanted to understand what the members of the people who are connected with us what is their opinion at the same time we made sure that this can also be done uh, in an anonymous way and we do not want to take anybody's name or email id or anything of that sort so even now if you go and check that form link you will see that it's on people's end that If you want to give a name or email ID or not. So this is why we did it. And I think, uh, thank you for the response that you have questioned us. And I would really be happy if, you know, we could talk this out more. You can just send us a DM on Instagram and we'll take this ahead. So moving to the next response, the next response is... In my opinion, everybody is finding peace, but what they fail to understand is that the route you are choosing is of violence and injustice. We can't have peace with these roads. You want to bring better change, then CAA or violence is definitely not the way. We are a group of people who should understand that all this act of CAA is turning us against each other and against the basic nature of human, of having humanity. Fight for justice and humanity, not for being in the country. This was shared by Maitri and uh, thank you so much Maitri for sharing this response. I would ask sitija if you can read the next one.
1: Yes, so the next response goes as I am against CA and I condemn JNU violence. My reason is because persecution is not something that is restricted to religion. People are persecuted for various reasons. Our country is a prime example of it. Anyone who challenges the privileged and the powerful will always be persecuted irrespective of their background. As far as JNU is concerned, after 2016, JNU is the one and only institution that has awakened the common people to the ongoing politics of the country. It has persuaded people to rethink what they have been blindly following because of their hustling life. Also, I wonder that if students are being attacked because they are challenging the people in power, isn't that the basic premise of what persecution actually is? Uh, This was one of the responses. Now, the next one that I'm going to read out is, it goes something like this. CA is a good step taken by government and also it doesn't violate article 14. Some anti-national people, organization and especially Congress government has huge role in the current violence and protests. Reason can be to make BJP look bad in front of nation and world. Also, I have seen a lot of posts of Muslim people posting about Babri these days. I guess they have got an opportunity to show their anger this time as at the time of Babri Masjid verdict, no argument would have been valid as facts were clear. India being secular, all regions are welcome in the country. But from current activities, it is clear that Muslims and Christian communities are trying to establish dominance. Christian communities are running conversation campaigns in rural area. They are fooling people or bribing them to convert, while Muslims are taking subsidy from government on the name of being minority. Also, everyone knows about Love Jihad. RSS and Saffron Terror exists, but I guess that it is what keeping balance right now. A lot of countries had no or some religion before which they have got converted into Muslim countries now. And so I still support BJP and RSS as what they are doing is required right now. A terrorist also carries a weapon and soldier also, but both of them have different reason.
0: I think we... uh should uh, all of us who are listening to this, we should just listen to this with an open mind that somebody has shared a response, it's their personal opinion and uh, it's okay if you don't agree to some of the sentences or what their answers and opinions are but I think we should just be open to you know, listening to them, probably after more conversations and more sharing, we could come to a conclusion. But for now, I would just ask everyone who's listening to this to be listen to this with an open mind. The next one, um, the next response is, it's wrong. It's unconstitutional. It's unnecessary. And the thing that is even worse is the government which is implementing this is famous for the religious rants and making communal rights. BJP uses this chaos to, it, to stay in power, a reality easy form of divide and rule stuff. What if a Muslim in Pakistan turns to Hinduism and comes to India? Takes citizenship, turns back to Muslim. What if everyone does that? How will it change anything? Why wasting so much money despite being the worst economy? And the JNU protests? What about the Jamia one? I'm sorry to say but platform like yours are too responsible for this because you never spoke for real matters. You guys cannot be real artists if you're too scared to get in politics. It was wrong. Everyone knows they were ABVP goons. The police fired for against the president of JNUSU. The girl whose head was smashed. 60 hours since violence and no arrests. Police gave the goons appropriate time to finish their threatening and then went in. While to beat protesters, they went. While to beat protesters, they went in instantly in Jamia. In uh, Bihar, everywhere police controlled by this BJP government and ABVP goon under them trying to put their Hindu to a mask on their Islamophobic asses. You as an artist community should own up and speak what for what is right. I think uh, I, I would like to say the similar thing that I said in the beginning that uh, we want to let people be more open about this and whatever responses we are reading I would just ask you guys to be to listen to it with an open mind and not make any judgment about somebody else's opinion I'm pretty sure this this one of this might be your responses or it might not be but it is it's listening to this will just give us more perspective about what people are thinking and uh, what you know they want to speak out as the next response is I think it is so, so, so saddening that not a single person spares a thought or thinks that women's safety is important enough to be protested. People find it easy to create ruckus in the country on anything if it is based on religion. But women are still getting raped out there. I am an independent student who fights with my parents when they say, oh, beta, don't go out late and stuff. But I myself would not want my younger sister to step out late because I am scared for her. For every girl in this nation, I think it's extremely essential for us to protest for women's safety, to not just punish the rapists but to stop rape. And why does no one talk about climate change? Tanya from Delhi University has shared this. Thank you, Tanya, for sharing this. And I think it's important that um, when we are seeing such a huge protest about a particular act we should also talk about some things that are also currently important in the country. So the next response has come to us in a form of audio and let's listen to what he or she has to say.
2: Hello, PFA. First of all, thank you so much for discussing such an important issue right now that is happening in and around the country. Um, I would like to say that I am against CAA uh, you know, the reason being, even if I don't consider disobeying our constitution, even if I don't consider the religious issue that might prevail once CAA is implemented, discarding all these issues, the my main concern is India is a country where the BPL population is 22%. हमारी कंट्री जहाँ farmers, रहे, जहां हमारे फार्मर्स मर रहे, कर रहे and हमारे को education नहीं मिलता. We don't know the basic things like global warming, we don't know all this important stuff because our कंट्री basic बेसिक is पूरा नहीं होता। food. सेल्टर, clothing, ये सब चीजें हमारी कंट्री का पूरे नहीं होते। Until and unless we ourselves have these basic human rights basic human things hum log i don't think we are capable to invite people from other country ke ha mai aa country mein raho hum log aapko sahara denge there is no point hamari country ke log marte hain hamare kisan marte hain unko khana nahi i really don't think you know this this should be a step right now. Maybe 50 years from now, where we all proper hai, education, mein, khane mein, nobody, nobody is sleeping hung- hungry. Maybe at that time, we can think about it. Not now. We are still a developing country, not a developed country. There is a major difference to it.
0: So the next response is, I support the CA. My paternal grandparents had to flee twice to save their lives from religious persecution caused by the apparent jihad or infidels. We are Kandharis, as in from Kandhar, and as our surname suggests, we had to flee Afghanistan where religious fundamentalism raised its ugly head. My grandparents found a new home in Pakistan, narrowly escaping death in their new host country to eventually find home in India. Unfortunately, JNU represents the typical leftist ideology, which though good on paper, does not make sense in the world where religious persecution in the name of Islam is a dystopian reality as against their utopian ideas. While I certainly do not condone violence in any form, but I also do not advocate hurling terms such as fascist and Nazis as casually as the case is in the aforesaid protests. One has a right to dissent, but to adopt a strategy where the notion is if you aren't with us, then you are against us is dangerous and autocratic in itself. Also shielding writers, troublemakers, and instigators of violence in the name of dissent is a crime. Meaningful dialogue without without derogatory commentary from JNU is the way ahead. Let's stop calling each other names because clearly this approach isn't getting us anywhere as fellow citizens. Okay. Sitija, can you read the next few? Yeah.
1: So, the next one says, there are two aspects to this. Firstly, genuine violence must not have happened and neither should it be repeated. We as youngsters should more than ever understand and respect others' point of view. Coming to CAA, my personal opinion is they themselves never thought thoroughly over it and thus we see the loopholes in every statement of the act. The government needs to responsibly accept the flaws and amend the policies. It is their responsibility as well to provide a just constitutional law which abides by the basic virtues of India. This vote bank politics doesn't work for long-term benefits. This was one. The next one is, My only sincere request to everyone who is forwarding reading content on social media about CAA and JNU violence is that, Please, please cross-check the validity of that data first from authentic news sources. Because due to one wrong or fabricated forward, we are poisoning the thoughts of others. We are spreading social unrest, anxiety within each other. We should listen to others' opinion as well. We can't just push our opinion on someone else. And don't boil your blood after seeing any opinion against your thoughts. If that person is family or friend to you, please discuss that over and resolve. And if that person is unknown, then just ignore. Because in the end, your family and friends will come in your needs. No one else will. We all have freedom to express, so respect that.
0: I think I really like the first line of this response where uh, he or she is saying uh, that we should cross-check Before forwarding or whenever we share any content on social media, if it's from any authentic news site or not. The next response is by Atharva who is from Nagpur and he writes, I think protest against any problem in a country is important. It's the backbone of democracy and this is what keeps democracy alive. But I firmly stand with that, that protest must be in a peaceful way. People out there protesting are not doing so. The protests we are seeing wherein students are encouraged not to attend exams and are publicly accusing the police force is intolerable. The truth is half of the protesters on the road don't even know what they are protesting for. Burning out buses and destroying public property and defaming the government are just unbearable things. The CAB is not an issue, its solution for granting nationality to the minorities of Islamic State wherein over the years of Indian democracy, we have seen amendment of CAA many times and granted citizenship to many refugees. As far as NRC is concerned, there is no country which has no legal format of its citizenship. As police actions are to be taken under consideration, I believe we cannot just let police suffer from mass aggression and violent actions on them. They shall have the right to take the counteraction against them always happening attacks. This is, he also writes that this is not anti-Muslim. So the next response is just a single line, but a very powerful one, which says, humanity first, and then comes everything else like caste, religion, politics, and other bullshit. I think this is, this is very elaborative in itself, even though if it's just one single line. Moving on to the next response, which reads out as CAA is BJP's strategy to import non Muslims from outside to help vote and help win Bengal elections. Just like demonetization was used to destabilize cash reserves of SP and BSP, JNU is the hotbed of politically aware students, but mostly left bending. Hence, ABVP took their chance to put fear via violence. If the government is concerned about immigrants, The first step should be to launch a massive plan with a systematic program laid out on identifying existing immigrants. Second, they should evaluate possibilities of rehab versus deportation. And this should happen based on skills and time of stay in India. If they are useful to us, they can be rehabilitated or given refugee if their persecution is genuine. On the other hand, JNU violence or any other threat unlisted by ABVP, VHP, Ram Sena, etc. are all threats based out of fear that the government has about started facing opposition. There is much to do to make this country a great place to live. If there is anything on the top of the list, it should be the right to live without fear. Fear of judgment, fear of differentiation, fear of oppression and fear of being a mon- minority. Any kind of minority so the next response has come to us in a form of audio and, and let's listen to what he or she has to say jeni violence to role doubtful investigation next one
1: says CA is unconstitutional and attempts to destroy the secular fabric of the nation. JNU violence, from what I hear, is a disgraceful attempt by the government to silence the dissenters. The next one says, As per my legal understanding, CA is constitutionally valid because of following reasons. First, Article 14 provides for equality in eyes of law and equal protection of law, provided that equality amongst the equals. And it also provides for reasonable classification based on intelligible differentia. So the Act provides for window to six communities of three neighbouring countries. Second, it would be great if it covered minorities of other neighbouring countries too. But providing citizenship is a policy matter of government. However, there is a large number of people protesting against it which is their constitutional right, and therefore I believe it should be within constitutional framework. Any kind of violence by anyone including protesters and enforcement machinery shall be condemned, and the government, both central and state, shall follow more pragmatic approach in combating these acts of violence. On JNU violence, I am of the view that it is a big administrative failure. Both university administration as well as enforcement authorities failed in curbing them. It is sad that students, teachers and other members of civil society were beaten by goons. Any person belonging to any wing involved in such activity is a goon for me. And I repeat, every single act of violence by any side is com- condemnable.
0: Uh, so we are going to read out the last two responses. And then uh, if you guys wish to read... Uh, the remaining responses we'll share the drive link with you uh, this one goes as first let us consider that I have no problem with CAA but I disagree with NRC strongly even though our prime minister asserted that there was never a dis- discussion on NRC in his cabinet home minister Amit Shah had time and time again talked about nationwide NRC and linked it to CAA even the BGB booklet on CAA released in West Bengal by the party head Uh, Babul Supriyo clearly states that the CAA will shield the Hindus, Christians and Sikhs from NRC when it is implemented. The booklet also mentions that NPR is the first step towards NRC. Not only this, Piyush Goyal also admitted that the data from NPR might or might not be used for NRC. All these contradictory statements made by the members of the same party are causing a concern. So I think if CAA is implemented, it will pave way for NRC, that is why it needs to be stopped. Also, in a country where GDP is in a free fall and unemployment reach peak levels, it will be sensible to take care of the already existing citizens rather than adding more citizens in the name of sympathy. For most Indians, eating hand-to-mouth is difficult. From where will they feed the newly included ones? They don't even seem to have a strategy for this. For the above mentioned reasons, I think the implementation of CAA would throw our country into chaos. So this is the final response that we are reading for the episode. But if you guys wish to read out the remaining responses, you can just DM us on Instagram and we'll share the drive link with you. This one goes like, We're in a war for information. Hate message can spread like wildfire on social media and thus create a lot of misunderstanding as we start with incomplete story. But is violence accepted? No, obviously not. And being called Hindu-Nazi is also hurtful for some people's propaganda of Hindu versus Muslim, which works like gasoline and worsens the situation. But yes, JNU violence was not good for sure. But CAA has an unclear message. Not mentioning Muslims, but trying to provide nationality to the refugees as we in India is a country surrounded by Pakistan, Afghanistan, Bangladesh and China. The majority population's religion is Islam. Still feel like there isn't enough information even after reading the original article which I downloaded from official government website as few things were left out and only said that it violates Article 14 of our constitution. But hey, we seriously as a nation after 75 years of independence need to build our national citizenship registry to help people get equal resources and do help people be in India. Nothing like American and Mexican situation. But it's like when you are hurt, the doctor needs to check where it hurt, which will be rough. But after that, the actual treatment anal- analysis can be found. Include Muslims in the act and let people be fine. But for that, let us first find out what the heck was happened with the divide of Bharat. How people have actually been separated, divided and with the growing terrorism, sleeper cells and weak process of Indian visa where it only costs $40 has, changes, has the changes been made. Now as Pakistan suffers from huge World Bank debts, people would obviously like to migrate. But as India's population is also a no joke, are we capable of providing the resources? Change is the role of nature. Good or bad is to be found out later. So these were some of the responses that were shared with us in the form. And uh, thank you so much everyone who have shared what your opinion is and We would love to, you know, read out or probably share more responses. But, you know, these were 47 elaborative responses. And we had to just see how we balance out um, the different sides of these opinions. And uh, just to remind you guys again, these are responses and opinions by people who are connected to us on social media. None of these responses is personally endorsed or believed or whatever by the community or both of us so there's something that I would ask you guys to personally urge and if you feel you can add on to this that we definitely have to find a non-violent way to you know have some positive uh, reforms and take some actions individually To bring in change in this entire situation. And the most basic can be that whatever content you share on social media. Just check the authenticity of that article or of that post or anything or any link. So that's something that I would ask all you guys to be aware about. And uh, if you guys have anything to share about this episode or anything else... Just feel free to DM us or comment us, comment on this link and we would be happy to talk to you. And uh, Chitija, you want to add something?
1: Yes, so I agree on the point where you said that we need to first validate the information that we are passing on forward. And these days we come across a lot of things on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and it's like a too, it's like too much of information for but we need to realize that passing on this information can be or is a responsibility so your followers people on your connection and your friends they read what you are sharing so you need to be very uh, careful while you share anything through from your end
0: and i think it's not about if you have 100k followers or 200 followers or 2000 followers even if you like have 50 followers and if those 50 people are checking out your story or whatever it's, it's seeing your post it's a responsibility your influence comes in with a responsibility on the internet so you can pick up sides and you can choose and you should be vocal about your opinion but be responsible over the influence that you have. Is, I will, is what I would like to say. Yes,
1: and before you pick up a side or before you uh, decide what you want to say, you need to be very uh, convinced or you need to have the proper information about what you're talking about. Correct. And you cannot just get influenced because, you know, uh, like I, admi- I personally admire a lot of people on Instagram and I follow them. But just because they are saying something, it does not make that there's no point that I believe in that or I share it forward. So I need to share what I believe in, I need to do what my views are, and what aligns with my ideologies.
0: So I think one person in the response said that uh, he or she downloaded uh, the article from official government's website. And you know, he went out and read. And after that, he has written this response. So I think that's a really nice way. Uh, Probably you guys could actually go out uh, on the official government's website and see the articles, see what are the rules, what are the norms, and probably then form an opinion of yours. And I think this would hardly take you an hour or two, but it would definitely give you a lot of clarity uh, about the current situations in the country. So with that, I would like to say thank you first to Shitija helped me in this thank you for everyone who have filled up the responses thank you to everyone who are listening to this episode and uh, yes anything that you guys want to say to us feel free to dm